All right, good evening, everyone. We are live. Hopefully, everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, as always, we like to say praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for yet another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together. If you're new around here, welcome to Joy in the Midst of the Storm. This is a program where we like to do weekly live stream Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. And if you've been with us for a while, as we always like to say, welcome back. Thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out, trying to hear what thus says the Lord. The date is February 23rd, 2023 and week 212. As you can see from the title, we will be continuing our series on who is Jesus? And the subtitle is Buried with Christ. And we have an early comment. Um, Casey says, praise the Lord, brothers and everyone. Hopefully everyone is having a wonderful and blessed evening. God bless. Praise the Lord to you too, brother. And um, thank you so much for tuning in. We pray that you guys get something out of the message. So without any further ado, I'm going to pass it over to Minister Tony Banks. We can go ahead and get started. Thank you very much, Melvin. Let us go into a word of prayer. You guys have an opportunity to do so, but we encourage you. Gracious Lord, thank you for blessing us. Lord, we thank you for how you kept us, how you watched over us. Lord, we thank you for everything that you do for us, Lord. Help us not to take these moments for granted, these opportunities for granted, Lord, because we understand that these things are not a gift. Lord, we're asking that your hand would be upon us, even in the midst of a Bible study, Lord, that you would open our eyes, open our understanding. Lord, help us to see things that we've never seen before. Help us to understand what we've never understood, Lord. And uh, not only all of that, Lord, not not only uh, us being hearers of the word, Lord, but help us to be doers of the word, Lord. That That's the most important thing after we've heard the word, Lord. Help us to do the word. Lord, no matter what happens to us in this life, continually remind us that there is a reason to have joy in the midst of every single storm. So, Lord, we're praying all these blessings in your terrific name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right. So, um, as you already told us, Melvin, we are going to continue this series tonight. Who is Jesus? Um, the million dollar question. Uh, one that we all can have the answer to. We can find the answer, but we've got to seek. We've got a thirst after his word. We've got a hunger for this um, and God will fill us. So I thank God that we serve a God who is, he's righteous, he's just, he's a God who is not a respecter of person and he will uh, bless us all, no matter our background, no matter our story, no matter where we've come from, uh, no matter how much money we own, uh, how tall we are, none of those things that we often judge one another by, uh, we we uh, wrongly judge each other by. God is not that way. So uh, I do thank him for that. You know, we're, we're going to get into it tonight. Uh, we're going to come from the book of uh, Colossians. I believe I want chapter 2 and verse 12. There was, uh, even on this morning as I was headed, uh, even if, even as I was headed to work, uh, I began to, I was already running a little behind. Um, I came upon traffic being backed up, and the reason was someone had an accident. And, you know, instantly, as soon as I seen the long line of traffic, I instantly became frustrated. I'm, oh Lord, you know, it, it, it was so, it was so natural. It was so, uh, it just seemed to happen so uh, suddenly. And, you know, I thank God for his correction uh, in moments like that because um, I had to be reminded, you know, suppose that had happened to me. You know, I, I don't wish any bad on anyone. Um, and, uh, I have no idea what happened with the individuals involved, uh, but I do pray that they were okay. But, you know, a lot of times we become upset, frustrated, uh, disappointed about the smallest things. But, you know, 
if God were to allow some things to happen to us, uh, allow us to be in some even worse situations than we already are, you know, God, we, we would become humbled real quick. And so I, I hope and pray that every time I find myself in the wrong spirit, uh, with the wrong attitude, that God would continue to correct me uh, because I need that because it is just up to Tony. God knows I'm going to be wrong every day, every chance that I get. I'll be wrong. And not only will I be wrong, I'll stay wrong. And so that's the thing that God is about. We we all get wrong at times, but what God is about is us getting corrected and about us staying that way. So I thank God for that. Um, I, I just wanted to share that my testimony just from today because because it's important. You know, we we're we're going through life and we get upset and we we get tired of things. Um, but God has truly blessed us. And sometimes we just lose sight on uh, the blessings that we have already received. And so let us go ahead. Uh, we're going to go into the book of Colossians, as I said, chapter two and at verse 12. Now, for those of you who have not been following us thus far, we're continuing our topic of who is Jesus? Um, we, we know various things about him. Uh, we know he's did so much for us. We know he died on the cross uh, for our sins. We know he took our place. But what more do we know? Uh, we've already covered his birth. Uh, I think we're at week three now of this series. We've covered his birth. We've looked at that. We've looked at some of the things he's taught, his teachings, and how he wanted us and still wants us to turn from our sins. Um, and so we're going to continue to look at some things that Jesus taught and uh, I would be neglecting my job if I did not talk about this. I know sometimes when people hear, uh, this specific topic, <laughs> sometimes people feel, oh, here we go again. But you know, we need the reminders. I told you guys earlier, uh, even how I got in the wrong state of mind, I needed to be reminded of some things I already knew. You know, that that's that's life. We need to be reminded of things that we already know, uh, because if not, we'll begin to let those things slip. Um, so, this is a reminder for some, but for others, this is going to be the first time that many people hear this thing, and so. We've got to keep all these things in mind. We've got to keep things in perspective because that will truly make for a better life. And in fact, even those who already may know about some of the things we're going to get into tonight, I'm telling you, God will bless you. God will open your eyes to see just a little bit more than what you've seen previously. It doesn't matter how many times I read the same scriptures. God still continues to show me things, but I have to be humble enough uh, uh, to not turn a, a deaf ear when it's something that I've already heard before. So let us remain in the right spirit, in the right mindset, in the right uh, with the right attitude, and allow God to bless you. Uh, allow God to show you things. So let us pick it up, Melvin, verse twelve here. Buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God, who hath raised him from the dead. My God, we are buried with Jesus. You know, oftentimes people talk about, well, I'll put it this way. Uh, when we were younger, and we were uh, going through maybe elementary people, even a little bit older, maybe people would all, always ask, you know, what, what is it? What do you want to do with your life? What, who do you want to be in life? And, uh, the tradition of things would be, I want to be a lawyer, a, a firefighter, a police officer. We, we said those same things every time. <laughs> Somebody wanted to be a basketball player, a football player, a doctor. We say the same things all the time. 
that's fine. And, you know, as we get older in life, we realize we don't know what that life is about. Whether Whichever profession it is, we have no clue what they endure on a day-in and day-out basis. And so one of the things that we, uh, we're told to do is go and spend some time with them, spend a day with them, uh, go and shadow them. Uh, if you want to be a firefighter, uh, oftentimes the firefighters would um, hold some type of invitation or where they'll allow people to come and just experience certain things, just be around uh, the station, see what goes on behind the scenes. Uh, if you want to be a police officer, you can do a ride along. You can go and see what they encounter on a nightly basis. And so what we can understand through this is that in order to understand someone who you would want to be like, you've got to put yourself in their shoes, if you will. You've got to go and experience some things that they've experienced. You have to. That's the only way. So now here, it talks to us in the book of Colossians, chapter 2 and verse 12. It says, buried with him. See, him has already gotten baptized. Jesus has already been baptized. But in order for us to learn who he is, we've got to get in his shoes. We have to step over into his playing field. The things that he's endured, we now have to start putting ourselves in those situations. We now have to start going and doing some of the same things so now we can understand how he's thinking. Why he's doing what he's doing. Oftentimes, we don't understand why people are doing certain things that they do until we get in a situation. We say, hey, if I were you, I would do it this way. And then they tell us some information we didn't know. And we say, oh, oh, I see why you're doing that then. It's to the, to the best of us. It happens to all of us. And so Jesus now, it says buried with him. See, he was buried now. He was buried. But now we've got to be buried with him. And the way that we do it, see, this is us. Glory be to God. This is us identifying with Christ. If you want to know who he is, you have to do this. There's no other way around it. If you want to be a firefighter, look, you've got to go down to the station. You, you've got to go put the outfit on. You've got to go put the boots on. You've got to slide down. I know all the time we... <laughs> People used to want to do that, man. We always wanted to go and slide down the pole there. We always see firefighters slide down on movies and such. You've got to go and experience those things. You've got to go into a, 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 a burning house. You've got to go and experience those things if you truly want to be that firefighter. And so Christ, if you want to know who he is, look, you've got to be buried with him. Buried with him in the way you do it. This is what the book says now. And we can get upset. We can say, well, I'm not doing it. I don't have to. Well, you don't. But the word says you do. Buried with him in baptism. Now, Christ, not only what he, was he buried for three days, he rose. So if we want to partake in his resurrection, we got to be buried with him first. But now you don't have to physically go outside. Nobody has to dig you a grave six feet under. Nobody has to do that for you. Lay you down. Look, sometimes uh, people go to the beach and they bury someone in the sand. Look, you don't have to physically do that now. But they didn't even get fully buried because their head is always sticking up. <laughs> they didn't fully get buried. But now, this burial that we're talking about, he said, is baptism. Buried with him in baptism. Read that for us one more time, Melvin, because I don't want someone to say that I'm putting this in the scripture and it's not there. I want to make sure that my book says the same thing everybody else's book says. Read that for us again, Melvin. Buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God who hath raised him from the dead. See, if you would 
endure some of the same things Jesus did. Now, we don't have to endure everything he did. There are some situations we may, we may never have to go through. Look, they killed Jesus. We might never have to be physically killed. I pray we don't. But there are some things he tells us. I want you to follow my footstep on that. Buried with him in baptism. We've got to be willing to be baptized with Christ. He was physically buried. Now, he also was water baptized. So let's not get that confused. But the way we identify with his burials, we've got to be baptized. That's what the book says, man. Somebody said, oh, I don't see that in there. Well, glory be to God. We'll go somewhere else. And maybe that'll help you see it. If we read it yet again, we're going to read it yet again. But before we go there, it says, wherein also ye are risen with him. See, don't you want to rise again? See, everybody's going to rise. It doesn't matter. After we die, every single person on this earth again is going to rise. We, we talk about so many uh, pioneers, so many people before us. Abe Lincoln, I mean, whoever you want to name, Harriet Tubman, I mean, I'm just thinking, whoever pops into my mind, whoever pops into your mind, they're going to live again. Our ancestors, our, our, our family members who are gone, we're all coming back. But are we coming back with him is the question. And in order for us to get in that position where we are risen with him, we've got to be buried with him in Baptism. We got to run over to the book of Romans, chapter six, Mill, because somebody's going to say that's not what he's talking about. So I want to show you yet again that this is what he's talking about. We have to be buried with Christ in baptism. If you want to know who he is, but you've got to do the things that he did. You have to follow in his footsteps in those things that he tells us to follow him. We have to, if we want to truly understand him. Somebody said, just walk a day in my shoes and you'll be able to understand me. We have to put ourselves in the shoes of Christ to the best of our ability now. And one thing without a doubt we can do, we can be buried with him in baptism. We can. Be water baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost. The option is, the, the thing is, do you desire to do? So now let's run over to the book of Romans, chapter 6. And we might as well start at verse 1 here. But now remember what we're dealing with. We're talking about being buried with Jesus. This is this is the only way we're going to understand who he is because his word declares so. Pick it up for us, Miller, in verse one. What shall we say then? Mm-hmm. Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Mm-hmm. God forbid. Now Jesus told us not to continue. Read on for us, Miller. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein. My God, you know, when someone is buried, we bury people because they die. But the only time people are buried is at the beach, but they're not fully buried now. But when someone dies, when something dies, a true burial, you're fully covered. Now that's a true burial. What we're doing in the sand is not a true burial. A true burial. I heard my preacher talk about it a long time ago. He talked about burying a dog. Look, if you if you leave that dog's head sticking up out of the ground, if you leave any part of his body sticking out of the ground when you bury your dead dog, look, you're going to make sure you cover him real soon because he's going to stink up the place. It's not a true burial. We have to go fully under. So here he says, how shall we that are dead how shall we, people who have been buried, how can we continue in sin, people who are dead? 
to sin. Look, he's talking about people who have been buried. You say, oh, I don't see that. Let's read, man. Read for us. Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death? My God. He said, don't you know those of us who have been baptized into the name of Jesus? We have been buried with him. We've been buried with him. That's what we're on tonight. Glory be to God. We must be buried with him. But the reason I I talked about this Monday night, these things are valuable. But the thing is, we don't understand how valuable this is. We don't even understand. Sometimes people will give you something because they think it has no value. But someone else who understands the value of it, but they can turn it into something that you'll be willing to pay for. I use the example of going to a dealership. You take your old car to them, they, they tell you, man, this thing's worth it. We'll give you $500. And they take your old busted car that doesn't run right, and they're going to go and rebuild it. Use those same parts. They're going to find every part on that vehicle that they can reuse. And they'll sell you another car with those same parts you just turned in. See, we don't understand the value of things oftentimes in life. So my prayer is that God would help us to see the valuable things that we possess, the valuable things that we can even do. Being baptized, being buried with Christ, look, it has some value. He said, don't you know you're going to be risen with him because you were buried with him? Because you went down with him, you're going to come up with him. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, Mm -hmm. that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in the newness of life. Glory be to God. Once you become buried with him, and I mean you truly do it, look, God will start doing some new things in your life. He'll give you a brand new life. But this is only if you accept it. You've got to be first buried with him so that you can walk with a new purpose in life, with a new understanding in life, with a new meaning of what life is. But you've got to be willing to be buried with him. There's benefits to doing what he says. There are benefits to being buried with him. I thank God that one day I decided to be buried in Christ. You know, Jesus, really quickly, man, run over to the book of, of Luke chapter three and verse 21, because I want to show, I want to show you guys, because we're dealing with being baptized now in Christ. But first, we've got, I want to go and prove to you that he did it himself first. So Luke chapter 3 and verse 21. But now we're going to some other places, so stick with us now. We're going to see some things here by the grace of God. Buried with Christ. All that is is a way of saying being baptized in the name of Jesus. But now that's going to lead you into a brand new life. There are things that people are struggling with, different addictions, different uh, uh, problems that we have in our lives, things that we just want to be better. Uh, sometimes we might feel, well, I'm, I'm, I'm greedy or I'm selfish or uh, I'm mean to people. I'm rude. All kinds of things that people recognize about themselves. If we would get buried with Christ and continue on this journey, but God will transform your life. But it's all up to you. How serious are you? Do we really want this life? Do we really want to be risen with him? See, there are going to be a lot of people at judgment, a lot of people after we die, we're we're going to die thinking, oh, I'm going to be risen with Christ. But somebody's going to find out they were not buried with him. 
And so sadly, he's going to have to let you know, you didn't get buried with me. You cannot rise with me. See, God is going to only take those people who started out with him. We've got to start with him. We can't just die and expect to finish with him. No, he's looking for us to start. So now, really quickly, Mel, Luke chapter 3, start here at verse 21, because I want to show you that Jesus himself, he got baptized. So this is the reason we have to be buried in baptism with him. See, you can't. <laughs> Oftentimes, man, people tell you, hey, I want you to uh, do X, Y, and Z with me. Look, look, sometimes people might tell you fast with them and they're not even planning to fast. <laughs> A lot of times people tell you to do something with them, but they're not doing it. Jesus, we're told to be buried with him, but Jesus was not a hypocrite. He did it first himself. Pick us up in verse 21 there. Now, when all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also being baptized and praying, the heaven was opened. And the Holy mm-hmm. Ghost and the Holy Ghost descended in a bodily shape like a dove upon him. And a voice came from heaven which said, Thou art my beloved son, and thee I am well pleased. Glory be to God. He is baptized. He's buried. Now, he was baptized, receives the Holy Ghost. The Spirit of God descended upon him in the shape of a dove. And God begins to show his uh, Gratitude, show his appreciation, show uh, that Jesus is his child. As a result of Jesus being buried, now, if we want God to be pleased with us, we've got to go and get buried with Jesus. Someone who God has already declared he's pleased with. See, a lot of times we want to follow Bishop so and so. Look, we'll look at a person on TV. They have a mega church. I mean, they've got followers left and right. They've got all these people coming in on their videos. We say, wow, they've got so many followers. It's incredible. They got to be doing what God said. And we think with our small minds that God is pleased with them. But the one who God told us he is pleased with, and we've got book to back it. Why are we not trying to be like him? The book tells us God is pleased with Jesus. So if you want God to be pleased with you, we've got to go and get with him. That's the only way. So we found in the book of Colossians chapter 2, we've also went to Romans chapter 6, we have to be buried with him in order for us to be risen with him. Is not going to work. I know we all want to be saved. And that's what Jesus is about. He came to save. Those of us who are lost, and we've all been lost. He's coming to save us. But the only way he can do this, we've got to listen to what he says. We have to be buried with him in baptism. We have to. There's no other way. If you don't believe it, let's stay, uh, let's stay here. I believe I want to stay here in the book of Luke. Let's go, let's go to chapter 16, man. Luke chapter 16. And I want to start here at verse 19 because I want to show you now someone who has not been buried with Christ. And it's going to be a word of trouble. I don't want these things to happen to you guys. God knows I don't even want it to happen to myself. That's why I'm I'm reading these things and what I find. I have to change my life based on what I find. I, I wouldn't dare be a hypocrite about this stuff. Because why would I think God's going to let me in being a hypocrite? It will not work. So Luke chapter 19 And uh, 
what verse did I tell you here? So I'm chapter really 16, verse 19. That's right. All right, let's start there. There was a certain rich man, which was clothed in purple and fine linen, and fared sumptuously every day. What a lifestyle. Now, this is Jesus talk. If you want to know, hallelujah, who Jesus is, let's listen to what he has to say. Let's listen to what, remember now what we're dealing with. I'm not switching subjects on you. I, I try to do my best to follow the subject, even though a lot of times I kind of want to dive into some other things. But we're talking about being buried with Christ. So now let's see what Christ had to tell us. We're reading red letters now. If you're reading uh, with us, I hope you pray that your Bible has these red letters. If not, uh, you might want to get you a different book if it's starting to say something different. But now, Jesus said there was a certain rich man. Now, don't we all want to be rich? <laughs> Isn't that what we're waking up in the morning thinking about? I mean, we're blood, sweat, and tears. Uh, it's always on our mind. How can I make more money? How can I get in a place where I'm comfortable? How can I be rich? <laughs> See, uh, I, I heard, I don't even remember who said it, but uh, I think somebody was preaching. They said, you know, we have to be careful what we ask for because sometimes you just might get it. And we say, well, that's what I want. I want to get it. But we don't know all the time what it is we're asking. We don't know what's coming with it. So there's a rich man now, and he had a good life. We look at him. I can hear the voice of one of my friends now. Say, oh, man, this man was lucky. <laughs> we look at their life. We say, wow, they're so lucky. They never had to work a day in their lives. We look at some rich people, They how they have children. We say, wow, they don't have to work for anything. They're born into uh, <laughs> they're born into riches. You know, they don't have to struggle. They don't have to know what it's like to miss a meal. They don't have to know what it's like for people to laugh at them and talk about their clothes because they're so poor. They don't have to know. They don't know what it's like for people to mock you about where you live. See, these are things that I've been doing. And so sometimes when we're looking at somebody else's situation, we start to think, wow, they're so blessed. They're lucky. This rich man now, Jesus now, he's painting the picture. He didn't say this now, but this is what we would think. We would think, wow, this man has a good life. He said this rich man, he fares sumptuously every day. Look, he can eat out every day. We have to pick and choose We've got to pick and choose when we eat out. Look, there's some meals that we might like. We might love a nice steak. I know there's some people out there that might not even eat meat. And so I don't mean to offend you because God knows that's not my intention to make you my enemy. But I know there's some people out there. You love to eat a nice steak. You love to go and eat a nice seafood dinner, shrimp and lobster and crab. And, uh, Sounds good. <laughs> Making Melvin hungry. <laughs> With this rich man, he could do these things every day if he wanted to. You know, isn't this what we wake up thinking about? Isn't this what we daydream about? When I get to this place where I can retire, where I don't have to work, where I can just enjoy myself, where I can go on vacation every day. I can go to the Bahamas. I can go to the beaches. I, I can go to the mountains. I can do all these things that I love. All these islands. This is what the rich man could do because he had the access to it. But now Jesus is going to teach us something now. And remember what we talked about being buried with him. Read for us, Mel. There was a certain beggar named Lazarus which was laid at his gate full of sores mm -hmm. and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. Rich man and a beggar. You know, we look at ourselves and we might not be rich according to uh, worldly standards, I know many people that might be listening are in the United States, and many many of us uh, 
we might not be rich according to United States standards. But, you know, just imagine if you were a beggar. If you had no income coming in. If you had no home, you had no vehicle, you had no anything. You know, just where we sit right now, that beggar would declare we're rich. I want you to know that. It's about perspective. And so this beggar, he, he's wanting just some crumbs from the man. Just, just, just whatever you don't want. You know, oftentimes we'll eat a meal. When we get full, we throw the rest away. That's still what the man is desiring. Just whatever you have left. See, this is the condition that he's in. This is what he's looking for. We got a rich man. We got a poor man. Read for us, man. And it came to pass that the beggar died. The beggar dies. Uh-huh. And he's what, man? Carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. Glory be to God. He dies. See, that's where we're headed. Look, I don't care if you're rich, poor, middle class, upper echelon. We're all headed to death. Remember what we're talking about tonight. Being buried with Christ. You're headed to death. Either way it goes. You don't have to be buried with Christ. You can think, I don't have to do X, Y, Z, and you don't. But just remember, you're headed for death either way it goes. If you choose to be buried with Christ, you're going to die. If you choose not to be buried with him in baptism, receiving the Holy Ghost, being filled with the Spirit of God, if you choose not to do that, you're going to die. So each man, he dies, and he's carried into Abraham's bosom. Read for his man. The rich man also died mm-hmm. and was buried. My God. <laughs> Good God Almighty. He was buried. See, this man too, he was buried. If you will, he was buried. See, there's a spiritual burying that must occur for us to be risen with Christ. You must be baptized in the name of Jesus. You must receive the Holy Ghost in order to be risen. See, if you notice now what happened with the beggar who folks looked down on, who folks said, man, he smells. See, see, Lord, I I recognize oftentimes, even if somebody smells bad, people are looking to get a laugh out. Oh, man, did y'all smell that? We're looking for those type of things. Because we have not yet begun to walk in the newness of life. We have not yet been converted and transformed by the renewing of our minds. We have not yet been held by Christ. We can't find a place yet where Christ went around talking about how bad someone smelled. See, people are in some bad conditions. And instead of us trying to help, all we can do is mock. So the beggar now, regardless of how he smelled, regardless of his body's physical condition, how he has sores, and I'm sure he has sicknesses and all these things, maybe even diseases, regardless of all that, the scripture says he was carried. The man rose. He was risen. Glory be to God. God. He was risen with Christ. See, he got buried at the right time. He didn't wait until he died. And now he says, you know what? I'm going to try to, I'm going to get right. See, many of us, we're waiting until it's too late and we don't recognize that we're going to die. We don't know we're going to die before we do what God told us to do. Before we get buried with Christ, we're going to die. So the rich man, he dies and he was buried. But brother, it's too late. Now he's buried. He was not baptized. They just put him in the ground. But now he's buried. And it's too late. Read for us, man. And in hell, he lift up his eyes. My God. Read that again, man. And in hell, 
He lift up his eyes. See, this is a result of us being buried, but you waited too late. He waited too late. Now he's found himself in hell. He fares sumptuously, wore purple. Look, I imagine that was the fancy stuff back then. <laughs> See, we've got all kind of nice stuff. Prada, Gucci, I can't even name them all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I ask people to comment in the comments, what's the... <laughs> I won't do it. We can name so many clothes. Ralph Lauren, I remember that was really big when I was coming up. I, I see now a lot of people wear, I don't even know what it is. It's a whale logo. It has a whale on there. <laughs> I don't even know what it is, man. There's so many things that we love. This man could wear it. Oh, he had all the Louis Vuitton bags. <laughs> Glory be to God. It said the man, he was clothed in purple and fine linen. They said, oh, man. That brother know he be sharp. He's always dressed to the T. Somebody say he dressed to the T. I don't even know what that means, man. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but I know that means he's looking good. <laughs> he had his sunglasses on. He had the Ray-Bans on. Oh, he was looking good. But the problem was he looked so good on the outside, but inwardly, he was not buried with Christ. He did not fulfill the requirements that God said. So now this man is buried and he lift up his eyes in hell. See, Lazarus, he was carried up. He was risen. Glory be to God. He was risen. But this man, oh, he got lowered. He dropped down into hell. They buried him right into hell. We, we buried people left and right. And we're going to the funerals thinking, thinking that we're putting them into heaven, not knowing we're burying people. And somebody's going to lift up their eyes in hell. Read that again for us, Melvin, in verse 21. And desiring to be fed with the crumbs. Excuse me, 23. I'm sorry. 23. Okay. And in hell, he lift up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. This and, man. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. This man is being tormented. He was rich now. He was rich. He enjoyed life. He wore all the designer clothes. He had a nice vehicle. Look, he had horsepower. He had a nice car. I heard somebody... <laughs> I heard somebody uh, uh, hitting the gas on their car today. Off. We want to show off how loud our car is. We want to show off how fast it is. But none of those things mattered at this point. See, once you die, once you die, if you had not been buried with Christ now, he got buried, but he wasn't buried with Christ. This man got buried right into hell. This is the reason why I'm stressing these things time and time again, because Jesus himself did. We read in multiple places, if we become buried with him in baptism, we'll be risen with him. The same way God raised Jesus from the dead, we will be risen with him into heaven. But this man, who he was rich. See, people today, oh, we'll listen to a rich person it over a poor person any day because we feel, wow, this person, they've got it figured out. They're rich. Their business is profitable. They're successful. We will listen to them any day. But folks will listen to a rich man over me any day. <laughs> they say, why would I listen to Tony? He don't know what he's talking about. But we'll listen to the rich man and just automatically feel God is pleased with them. 
But we find here, God was not pleased. Even though the rich man, he got up and worked every day. He enjoyed life every day, living his best life. And his best life caused him to lift his eyes up in hell. And now he's being tormented. See, we don't want to get to this place where we're tormented. God knows I don't want to be tormented. I know somebody lied to you and said no pain, no gain. I know they want you to think that pain is just such a good thing. Well, I'm telling you, you don't want to endure hell pain, being tormented. Be buried with Christ right now. This is your opportunity to be baptized in the name of Jesus. If you did that, this is your opportunity to be filled with the Holy Ghost. This is your opportunity to walk in the newness of life before it's too late. Because I know what we're saying, because I've said it before. Oh, you know, I'm going to live my life. I'm going to wait till I'm older. I'm going to wait till I do this. And little did I know, but God wants me to do it now. He doesn't want me to wait till I'm 40, 50, 60, 70, 80. I'm not saying a person can't get saved then. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm telling you, he wants us, the book says, to remember thy creator in the days of thy youth. He said, do it now. Do it now. Don't wait. Because somebody's going to let it slip. And you're going to die before you know it. Somebody this morning was not planning to die, but God said it's time. He said it's time for someone, even though somebody can look at them and say they were in the best hill. What happened? I just heard somebody give that testimony about another person. They, they said, man, we still don't even know. We don't even know what happened to this person who died. See, it can happen to you at any moment. Regardless of your health. And it will happen. It will. So, man is being torn from me. Read for us, man. But Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receivest thy good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things. Mm -hmm. But now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. He said, Don't you remember? You enjoy life, but the one thing you did not do, this man was not buried with Christ. He did not get on the right side. Man was not saved. So I want to wrap this thing up, man. Let's go back to Colossians chapter 2. Let's pick it back up at verse 12. Buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God who hath raised him from the dead. See, you have to have some faith to believe this. You have to believe that being buried with him, receiving the Holy Ghost, being baptized, you have to believe that there's a resurrection coming for you. He's going to Rise you up, raise you up, excuse me. He's going to raise you up the same way he raised Jesus from the dead. But you got to be willing to believe this and you got to be willing to do it. The man, um, Philip, you know, run, run over there real quick. Run over to uh, Acts chapter 8. Acts chapter 8 and um, might be around 35. Yeah. Yeah, we'll start at 35. Then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. Isn't this who we're talking about tonight? Who is Jesus? The man began to talk to him. Philip now. I know we hadn't discussed Philip. But just follow me. 
Philip is beginning to talk to this Ethiopian man about Jesus. That's all it tells us. Read the next verse, man. And as they went their way, they came unto a certain water. Mm -hmm. And the eunuch said, see, here is water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? Notice what happened now. See, we cannot know who Jesus is without being baptized, without receiving the Holy Ghost. It tells us the man talked to him about Jesus. He began preaching to him about Jesus. And the next thing we find is the man says, look, it's water right here. What's stopping me? What's holding me back? Why can't I do this? The man began to tell him how he needed to be buried with Christ so that he can be risen with Christ. See, it's important for us to be born again, baptized in the name of Jesus, filled with the Holy Ghost. It's important. Look, my mind went back. Uh, We won't go there and get it. But now, uh, if you've heard the story, and I'm sure many of us have heard the story of David and Goliath, how David, he slayed Goliath. But do we understand how that thing happened? Look, everyone was afraid. Nobody wanted to go against Goliath because he was a real life giant. Look, we don't have any giants today. I know today we'll see somebody seven foot tall and we say, oh, they're a giant. No, that's not a real giant. These people had real giants back then. And so everyone was afraid to go against Goliath. But David, because of his faith in God, because of his belief in God, he was not afraid to go against Goliath. But the thing that helped him, he went down, the Bible says, to the brook. He went down, glory be to God, picked up five smooth stones, the book says. Five smooth stones. Look, if you ask yourself, the name of this series is Who is Jesus? Look, if we were on uh, what's that game show? <laughs> uh, well, I don't even remember the name of that game show, but uh, oftentimes when they, they have the answer, they ask it as a question. And if they were to tell you five smooth stones and your response, who is Jesus? Look, you get it right. J-E-S-U-S. Five smooth stones is Jesus. The book also tells us the stone who the builders rejected. It was Jesus. I know that might go over somebody's head, but you you continue to think about that. You continue to remember this. Look, David went down to the water. See, we're talking about baptism. He went down to the water, picked up Jesus. All we have to do now is we've got to go to the water and be buried with him. Pick his name up. Be called the child of God the son of God, be called the children of God, the daughter of God. But we have to be willing to be buried with him. It's important. It is so important. We do not want to end up like the rich man. Look, I know we want to have a good life, to enjoy life. But you don't want what the rich man ended up with. So watch, we're better off enjoying a good life and enjoying a good afterlife. So let us be buried with Christ. That means to be water baptized in the name of Jesus. That means to be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost, with evidence of speaking in tongues. And if you don't understand that, reach out to us, ask us questions. Uh, We've covered so many lessons on this topic, Um, but you cannot, uh, you cannot know who Jesus is truly without doing this. So God bless you guys. At this time, I'll turn it back over into the hands of Mel. Thank you. Uh, we have a few comments. Um, Kiara says, hey, hope you guys are well. Um, hey to you too. Hope you're well as well. Thank you for tuning in. Um, Jeremy says, we serve a God who gives and takes. And that is true. Bradley um, has the praying hand emojis. We appreciate that. Um, Jeremy also says, this place, and I'm assuming he's talking about earth, This place isn't our resting place, and it is definitely not. This is the dressing room. We have to get it right down here first. And um, that's all of the comments for now. So if you have any more or have any questions, definitely feel free 
to leave them in the comments. Um, but I just wanted to say that I thank God for correction. I'm reminded of the, the scripture that says he chastises those that he loves. He corrects those that he loves. And this correction process is not always pleasant. It's not always nice. We don't always like it. But as we get older and die and be risen with him, we will be thankful for those. Um, I remember how our parents used to punish us all the time and we would be so upset. And then they would say, you're going to thank me for this one day. And we thought they were out of their minds. <laughs> we would be so upset. But, you know, we can look back on all of those lessons and, and be grateful. So that's why I always say be grateful for the things that didn't work out your way as well, because you don't know what could have come from that. So I thank God for the correction, because I used to, you know, live life and not even worry about any of this, of these things and think that I was on my way to heaven. You know, I thought I, I was a good person. You know, the cliche, well, I'm not going around killing people. I'm not going around raping people. I'm good. But it's so much more. It's so much deeper than that. Um, Tony brought up how someone didn't know, someone wasn't planning to die this morning. I got a notification on one of my news apps from my hometown. Uh, there was this man walking in the street. And this lady was driving um, carelessly, driving on the wrong side of the road. He she hit him and he ended up dying. So we could be doing everything right. And our, you know, naturally, not bothering anybody, and it can still be our time to go. Uh, people in the grocery stores, there have been grocery store shootings, even in our elementary and in all schools. <laughs> There's a there'd be a mass shooting. Um, a couple of weeks ago, um, there was one at MSU. Um, I think that was uh, Michigan State University where uh, I think a few people died. We are now waking up every day thinking that, man, this is my last day on earth. Nobody thinks that. I mean, unless like you're, you're terminally ill. But for, but for the majority of us, you know, we think we have so much time. But little do we know this could be our, our last day on earth. And we don't have any more comments. So just, just remember, we need to get baptized in Jesus' name. I know a lot of us have gotten baptized in the name of the Son, uh, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. But, but we need the name. He needs the name. And we also need to be baptized with the Holy Ghost. We need to get that. The precious gift of the Holy Ghost with evidence for speaking in tongues. And I know it, naturally it doesn't seem like much, but spiritually is everything. It's the foundation. We definitely need that. So as my weekly reminder to you guys, we do have Zoom Bible studies every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We would love to see you guys there. And as I always like to say, rejoice in the Lord always because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Count it all joy. Count it all joy. And once again, count it all joy. We'll see you guys next Thursday evening live. If the Lord blesses and says the same, with another topic coming straight from the Word of God. You guys have a happy, safe, and blessed weekend. And we got a late comment. Uh, Larry Wanda says, we enjoyed you guys. And thank you so much for tuning in. So all of our comments are Casey, Kiera, Jeremy, Bradley, and now Larry Wanda. So thank you guys so much for the comments, the interaction. Thank you for tuning in. And we pray that you guys got something out of the message. So again, we'll see you guys next Thursday evening with another topic coming straight from the word of God. Of God. You guys have a happy, safe, and blessed weekend. And once again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. We hope you enjoyed this evening's message. My name is Melvin Corners, here along with Minister Tony Banks. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time at facebook.com slash jmsbible. We have Zoom Bible studies every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Also, check out our website at jmsbible.com. There, you can listen to all of our in-person, Zoom, and live stream messages along with every scripture we've ever covered. Lastly, we have been getting a lot of questions about how people can donate. We have finally opened up a cash app if you find it in your heart to leave a donation because running these Bible studies takes money, which Tony and I have been paying since we first started. That name is dollar sign joystorm12. We appreciate each and every single donation, no matter how small. 
And remember to rejoice in the Lord always. Mm-hmm.